my God, I love that show. Oh 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 my God, I love that show. Hi everybody. Hey. This uh, is us. This is us. We're the Flaming Cocklands. I'm um, Lachlan. That's Lachlan and I'm Kieran. And that's together right. we are the, the Flaming, Flaming Cocklands. Cocklands. That's Flaming right. Cocklands. Kieran and Lachlan. That. We're going to get better at this. Put them together. What do you get? Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on the maiden voyage of the good ship. Oh my God, I love that show. Oh my God, I love that show. Oh my God, I love uh, that show. And let's hope this is not the penultimate episode. Yeah, well, look, it could be the ultimate episode. First we'll and last. Go out on a high, you know. So far, so good. <laughs> a little bit of housekeeping before we start. I guess uh, the concept is what we need to The concept. To. Yeah. Before we explain that, is uh, basically Kieran and I... We're musicians. We're, we're, in a, musicians. we're in a band. We're Australia's number one folk acoustic improv comedy Liz Pascoe tribute duo. That's right. I play the harmonica and Lachlan plays every other instrument. That's right. General policy is the minute you get good at an instrument, you have to stop playing. So, And now we're going to talk about some of our favourite musical theatre. Because we are music theatre experts We're actually among the top 20 musical theatre experts in our specific um, category. That's right. And we're both Whopper trained, so we have been uh, spent the last three years exclusively Absolutely. around theatre and that music theatre. chip on our shoulders. That's right. It's definitely a chip on my shoulder. It's definitely been a chip on my on me also, in my, on my shoulder. But Kieran, boy have we got a doozy of a show Ooh, to start with. What a doozy. So we're going to talk through this show, we're going to go through the plot, we're going to go through the characters, and mm. then... We might uh, have a couple of the numbers performed yeah, live. You never know. We'll see what we are allowed to do. Yeah, time copyright the infringement and what yeah. we can remember of the start the shows. That's right. So, boy, do we have a doozy of a show this week? Kira. Doozy of a show. We've decided to pick something that's very relevant to um, people in um, Sydney. Currently playing at the Capitol Theatre, actually. In theatres all over the, the state. As long as you're at the Capitol Theatre. At the Capitol. Is um, uh, Kinky Boots. Kinky Boots. Kinky Boots. The kinkiest boot. The story of a young professor who falls in love with a gruff but lovable dominatrix named Lashandra. Lashandra, and they live in the building owned by um, Kirk McGregor, who's Kirk a McGregor. lovable Scotsman. Yeah, and the whole thing actually takes place in Scotland. Yeah, but that's um, the thing. Though, Which is the best thing about it, I think. Is but I mean, you can obviously, they haven't chosen to do it, but you can you can basically plot it yeah, anywhere, so long you as could. most of the cast have Scottish accents. You could pick it up and put it down wherever you like. You could be in Space Scotland. Space Scotland's Moon Scotland. Which is in Space Scotland. Negative Scotland. Negative spot. Negative Scotland. The Scotland like where it. they threw the English out. Yeah, that's a good one. The Scotland uh, where they didn't. This well, Scotland, that's the current Scotland, yeah, yeah. Brexit Before Scotland, Skids, yeah. Brexit Scotland. Flashpoint Scotland, yeah. Um, Red Sun Scotland. Mm. Any just, Scotland, really. Any Scotland. You can pick up a Scotland and just slap this show into it, and it still makes perfect the sense. The one where Macbeth survives the that's end right. of the show. You know, yeah. That that Scotland. That's my favourite. Sorry, Scotland. spoiler alert. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Macbeth dies at the end. Oh. Um, but that's not the show that we're that's talking not, about tonight. We're, tonight talking we're talking about, about the kinky, kinky boots. boots. Kinky boots. Kinky so boots. we should probably give a bit of background. Yeah. Uh, so the soundtrack for this show, the, the score was written by the incomparable Billy Joel. Billy Joel. Billy Joel. 
lover of kinky boots. That's right. Well, he actually was his third third rock opera. That's right. After um, Ping Pong Wizard. <laughs> and his... Uh, and... His widely space, acclaimed... Space Oddities. Space Oddities. And that was a that was a collaboration between him and David Bowie. Yeah. It was kind of a, a love Ping Pong one. Wizard. Space um, Oddities. Ping pong, time travel. Um, the script for Kinky Boots, uh, so working with Billy Joel on the score, the script was actually written by Andrew Denton. Oh, I thought it was Patricia Highsmith. No, not. that's why there are no strong female characters, because Patricia Highsmith wasn't... She was meant to be in there, but decided not to be, because she doesn't like people. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, so they got Andrew Denton. Australia's yeah. own, homegrown, wow. homegrown talent, writing a song about... The day uh, the musical right. went psycho. That's right. Was that him? No, that's not him. Oh, Terry, the other that's one. That's not him either. Oh. That's all right, though. Uh, but he did write Kinky Boots. Kinky Boots. Um, now, should we go by the plot, go in a bit more detail? Uh, well, yeah, we go in chronological order, I suppose. Yeah, we'll go um, from the start of Act 1. Just so everyone knows, spoiler alert. Yeah, now, if you haven't seen the show and you don't want it spoiled... Don't listen to the whole thing. We'll get. We'll let you know when it's important yeah. to kind of unplug your headphones. And also, you know, feel free to get comfortable when you're listening to us. But mm. um, our dulcet tones will lull you to sleep. You don't want to be listening to us when you're uh, walking around, um, especially not on too high. You might uh, get hit by a car while you're listening to us, and if you're not careful crossing the street, and then our dulcet tones will be the last things you hear. Which so, isn't the worst way to go out. No, there are worse ways happen. to go, I guess, Kieran. But it's yeah. just its just not ideal. You no. Know? Safety first, guys. I guess we, I'd retrospectively feel a little bit um, like it was my fault. Yeah, I feel like we've got a duty of care for you guys. You've got a duty of care for us. Yeah, we care for you. You you shake the hand that shakes your hand. That's right. That's how shaking, shaking hands Shaking hands is a mutual process. <laughs> so, <laughs> Act 1 begins. What's up? Lights up on this beautiful Scotland glade. Yeah. It's a gorgeous glade. And it doesn't start... So the professor who engineers the boots isn't, yeah. isn't in the show yet. No, no it starts he's with the murder of, Star- his, of his mother. His mother's murder, matricide, but not he didn't kill her. So no, she's chased her. across the glade by a hooded figure... Mm. Who later on we find out is someone important. Yeah, but we don't know. For now, all we can see is this tartan hood. Tartan hood. And a kilt. Like It's a uh, lot of tartan. It might be a one-piece. We don't know. It's under a big, heavy jacket. Yeah, Assassin's Creed of of Scotland. Scotland, Yeah, someone's getting William Wallacey over there. And yeah, well, that's what happens, basically. Um, because no retractable little hand blades. Yeah, no, it's, no. A, it's a broadsword. She new, gets new actress sliced gets in half. killed every night. Yeah, it's very Roman, very yeah. very Roman approach. This particular show, anyway, the workers' um, comp. I heard they're paid phenomenal. equity minimum. Equity well, minimum because it's just a bit part. Yeah, well, she, she's only done, there for two minutes. But what she does is, as she gets sliced in half, she's, she's actually holding half, the babe, and she's in the audience at this point. So yeah. she runs over the back of the glade. It's promenade downstage. Leaps over the pit mm. has to be a clean leap. There's no room for trampolines no. on this glade, so clean leap, clean leap into the audience. She's in the middle of the third row. And there's, there's no center aisle. They've set up a bog in yeah. the row, so seats are I thirteen and fourteen. Yeah, it's a good leap. There's a little a bog there mm. where she. It's a bit of a bog. Let's go the wee baby, the uh, wee bear, and That's right. he goes adrift on the bog. He does. Um, carried along in a current stained red with That's his right. mother's uh, lifeblood. It, it's a nice little throwback to the Exodus stories and Moses being left among the reeds. 
Yeah, Andrew Denton uh, was a is a has actively spoken of his um, beliefs. His, yeah, his love of the Old Testament. The Old Testament. Uh, back when God was all fire and brimstone, before yeah. he had a kid and mellowed out. Much more fun God. If you yeah, a bit more Danger Bachelor God. Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, Danger Bachelor. More risky God. Rather than just like placid dad. Exactly. You don't want fun dad God. Fun no. dad God. Well, because he wasn't really fun dad God. He never like made profiteroles or anything. He was just no, like. No, he just kind of was like, oh, go and. Tolerance. Go and build some stuff for 30 years. And then, um, and then I'll, and then you can, anyway, we're getting off track. Yeah, we're getting off track. Anyway, off track. so that's the prologue is you see this beautiful woman, babe in arms. She del- she drops the babe into a bog. I'm my favorite scene. I can't believe it. Yeah. And we're already there in the prologue and Kieran's stoked. He's leaping out of his yeah. seat and this hooded figure with a broadsword slices her in twain mm. and then it goes black. And the bog explodes mm. in this shower of confetti. Yeah. <laughs> and from the bog arises who else? Lashondra, the kinky Scottish dominatrix. And that's where our first song kicks in. She does her song, um, the which is the introduction song. It's the introduction the song. You meet all the characters. It's kind of a retrospective thing. It's her from now. Mm. Talking back, introducing us to the characters as we go on. She serves as a narrator. She's not a reliable narrator, but she's there. No, she's also in... Yeah, you said retrospective. So she's in the story as well as being the framing device. Yeah. In Funny story, though. Lachandra, the narrator, is played by a different person than plays Lachandra during the story. I didn't even notice. Yeah, exactly. Holy you really wow. It was interesting. In the original production... Jiminy. Narrator, narrator Lachandra was played by Bette Midler. And uh, story oh, Lachandra was Danny DeVito. Those are two very similar people that you didn't you even notice. Arguably, get confused. That's right. Yeah, you didn't even notice. That's how great this story no, is. I know that's tremendous acting. And, and this, my God, I love that show. Yeah, this introductory song is called. Um, it's called. Well, it's called introduction in the book, but yeah. the main the main lyrics are of the of the chorus, and so you'd be forgiven for thinking that that that's was the, the title, title of the title song. Song because it's the repetitive mm. part. But it's actually called. Is, the Kinky Boots. The Kinky Boots of Scotland. Yeah. So. As I always thought, because it's, you know, Oh, we'll always remember the Kinky, kinky Boots of Scotland. We'll always remember the Kinky, kinky boots, boots of Home. It was beautiful. It's a it beautiful song. Fantastic. And everyone in the everyone in the audience just felt like raising a beard of that one, I think. It was uh-huh. it was just gorgeous. But she introduces to the characters and then she disappears back, back into, into the, the bog. bog. Which like swallows her up. And the, we realise the Glade, during this time, has been replaced mm. by a science lab. Yeah, where... And you only know that it's the You don't know it's the same guy yet. Yeah, you don't know yet. But he's 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 actually humming the beginnings of the next song, which mm. come in partway through the dialogue. That's right. Um, it's the Electro Boogie. The Electro Boogie. Because he's messing with a couple of you Tesla see, coils. Yeah, and there's sparks going back and forth, and different colours. He's like creating... He's burning magnesium. And later on, his whole thing is that... He um, lights phosphorus in the third row. He's... Yeah, magnesium. The audience is supposed to wear goggles because if you stare at burning magnesium, you're blind. Anyway, his his whole thing is that he's trying to create uh, life yeah. using electromagnetic fields. That's and right. So he's got these two Tesla coils, and he's like zooping, 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 lightning between them. <laughs> Amazing budgetry. Got this, yeah, this machine in the middle, yeah. um, which is kind of just looks like a microwave oven. Yeah, little and bit. there's steam coming out of it, and yeah. of course there's like a light in there, so it's like flashing green, or, and, yeah, and it's so it's gorgeous. like his heartbeat in green. Yeah. And his his song, and he's 
sort of talking to um, the machine, mm. and partway through he breaks into the electro boogie. The electro uh, boogie, remember? How's that one go again? The boogie, 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 ooh, 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 boogie, 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 just here, trying to make life, using electricity to make itself a pipe, do, do, I got my hive on. Everything's buzzing, got my jive on, baby, Electro Boogie. It's Electro Boogie. I don't want to ruin it's a, it. It's a highlight it's song. How the tap song is beautiful. In the, and in the original production, because we'll be dropping little notes like this throughout, yeah. in the original production, The Professor was played by Woody Allen. <laughs> yeah. Again, yeah. Big moustache, you know, stilts, and he was fine. Didn't even notice. Dang. Yeah, it's a quite a phenomenal. I was surprised at how well he wielded the broadsword. Yeah. Did he? Did they use Tesla coils? I don't. I can't. I, I guess it was did. a Tesla thing. So yeah. it would be eighteen hundreds. Yeah. But you know, it happened. Yeah. He was in the show. Yeah. It Shows it never anachronistic. No. Mm. It's anachronistic. Uh, it means it's out of time. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. It's historically inaccurate. Would be anachronistic. Right. right. Um, but yeah. So yeah, we're in this always. professor, and we've had the electro boogie, and he's trying to create life. Mm. And that's when the oven sort of pops open, and uh, and out comes smoke, and there's nothing in there, and he's failed. Ah. Not only has he not created life, he's actually destroyed what was in there. Yeah, he's done the opposite of creating things. He's, he's just vanished like things. He's, he's uncreated he's things. Like a teleportation machine that only goes one way, which and is then into the abyss. Despite the fact that the doors open, so it shouldn't work because it's clearly a microwave. The whole thing starts to shake and light up again yeah. and evolve. And we just see the professor panic and run. And he, mm. as he runs out the door, this amazing effect. I, I think they would have had to have the set made of drop cloth or something. Mm. Because instantly, the entire set of this laboratory got sucked into the microwave. And then the microwave got absorbed into itself. Yeah, it was a classic implosion. And so the professors imploded this space into the microwave and what's left is a, is a small singularity. And that singularity, as it begins to uh, escape its own gravitational field, unleashes uh, the pair of boots. The pair of boots. And there's no explanation for where these boots come from. So the, mm. pr- the professor's standing there going, well... Who on earth did I get these boots? Who did this happen? What am I gonna do with a pair of kinky boots? Title of show. Title of the show in the first 30 minutes. You get the entire audience kind of do that groan of, oh. of awareness. Oh, there oh, they go. Yeah, they can't pay their rent. Kinky oh. boots. Oh, I oh they're get all it. cats. Oh, oh, there's a phantom in the opera. Oh, oh. I get it. Oh, oh love hasn't is, died yet. It's Alexander Hamilton. Oh. Jiminy. It's oh. the Book of Mormon. Oh, they're all sad lesbians. Yeah, that's oh. the one. But this one is called Kinky Boots. This so it's the same boots, trope, but it's... What am know. I going to do with these kinky boots? Um, so there we are. We've got kinky boots mm. on stage. The professor picks them up and turns no, out... No, that's not happening. That comes later. Sorry, yeah. That comes no, later. There's getting ahead. Lashandra. Lashandra in the current timeline. That's right. Where she's working like she's currently halfway through a job and she's singing... She's singing. You know the dominatrix song. You gotta oh, yeah. introduce this one. She's singing, "Watch me whip." Watch me whip, which goes like, "This is your favorite one." You're singing yeah, the whole I love it. I love it. It goes. 
Watch me whip, I'm a dominatrix and I'm not taking shit from anyone. Content warning, we're gonna whip everybody into shape because unless they have a safe world, I can do what I want. It's well, really great because it kind of teaches about them. And there's a quick like thing where there's, where there's all these customers coming through yeah, and they're like, she's punishing them as she's singing this yeah, song. But it's kind of like this conveyor belt and she's hitting them with this conveyor belt yeah. at the time. So it's kind of a, a belt within a belt. And one of them is this bit where one of them is like, oh no, you did it. And then he's out. I and love the sassy one. The sassy yeah, one's my favourite. One. Dream one. <laughs> sassy guy. Oh, goodness. So Lashandra shows up and mm. she and the professor are alone in this crater yeah. with this pair of kinky boots. And the crater is actually the same crater uh, where, yeah, the, where the boots were born. Yeah. And Lashandra's lives in the building next to where the laboratory had been. And so yeah, she, she came comes, out because she heard a noise. She smelled a funny smell. Yeah. Being so a good neighbour. It's part of the song where she like leaves a customer strapped upside down. I heard a funny smell. I'll be back in a moment. Yeah, it's good. It's a good. Um... And then he's still the sasser and is like, Oh, you no, you smell? didn't. Anyway. Smell. Did you hear a smell? So Lashandra and the professor <laughs> are looking at these kinky boots. Yeah, and they're both like, Oh, what, what, what are we going to do with these kinky boots? Yeah. And then they look at each other. And there's a moment. It's a beautiful moment. And it could be, it's the start of something. You know it's the start you of something. You can hear that little chord that you know things are going to be okay. Bang. Bang. Oh yeah! Like that. Yeah, that's sassy guy actually from the wheel up. Yeah, because he's just getting wheeled into like yeah. some freshly crushed glass. And yeah, he's just singing along. Because you know, as you softly. do, as you do, it's a dominatrix thing. Yeah, it? it's like it's blunted, so it's not going to like cut him up too bad. Yeah, and anyway. in, the, in the interest of brevity. Uh, basically, there's a bit of a witty banter exchange going yeah. on between the professor and this dominatrix, and um, they end up agreeing to take one boot each. Mm. So they've each got one of the kinky boots. That's also the introduction. So this is like, you know where in a musical they'll have the beginnings of a duet, yeah. and they'll play the whole duet song out later. Mm. So this is where the first, like, the it's first like, bar It's like the ball so. scene of Romeo and Juliet where they speak a sonnet and a half and then the nurse interrupts. And you're yeah, like, oh, basically. they're going to finish that sonnet later. And they, and they yeah, so they get, and like, they maybe die. ten mm. bars or so into this, this yeah. duet. which And it just gets to the point where you're like, oh, it's a duet. Yeah. And then it cuts to the next scene. Yeah, which is beautifully handled. I mean, yeah. Billy Joel's just been masterful in this. Yeah. Every song's got a great hook. He's ready to go. Yes, and that's when we introduce... Um, what happens next? Oh, the hood, the hooded tartan figure comes back. Mm, the tartan hood at this so, stage. That's what we're calling him. Still the in the hood. Hood. Sitting um, dropped in from the ceiling on a throne mm. made of... Uh, Not lowered. Dropped. Dropped. On a throne made of... Melted broadswords. That's right, melted. It's still they're still melting as well. And on the bottom of this throne is a pair of like steel cast feet, and the feet are naked. They are bare feet. And this is where well, they're human feet, but they're not wearing. Yeah, and they're also metal. They're so clearly they lacking the footwear they should be in. But this is the beginnings of the whole the whole plot is because mm. the because footwear aren't supposed to be uncovered. They're supposed to be covered. By kinky, by kinky boots. That's right. And, and that's the thing. And this whole thing dates back... I did some research. This dates yeah. back to ancient Scottish law. Actually, it's all in Gaelic. I had to translate it. I did really? it in Gaelic. Did you? Yeah, it's nuts. Oh, yeah. That's it's really hard. Nobody speaks to it anymore. No. Well, 
I, I think Sorry if anyone out there does speak Gaelic. Speak. I don't speak it anymore. I, I did for a while. No, Gaelic's Irish. Gaelic is Scottish. Gaelic. I thought they spoke Celtic. No, Celtic's kind of the um, it's the ancient tribe sort right. of thing, but it's um, not the. Thing. It's like the Romans spoke Latin, not Roman. I watched a show recently where they said that Rome is a suburb of the Vatican City. Oh, well, that was wrong. Yeah, it was, um, it was a Jude Law. It was actually very good. I'm, I'm sure it was. I mean, historical and geographic oh, inaccuracies Oh, it's set, like, aside. in the present. Oh, so okay. There's no right. historical inaccuracies. Right, so just geographical inaccuracies. But... Yeah, I guess so. But that's all right. Anyway, so we're at this ancient Celtic leader. Yeah, and he's and he's talking to his minions, and it's a little bit kind of like... It's a little the bit... way they've directed this particular one is a little bit reminiscent of that scene in Anastasia. Yeah, it's a little bit Rasputin, man. Rasputin yeah. and Boltok. Yeah, that's the one yeah. where he summons the, the insects and then he summons demons instead because insects aren't like... That's scary. Enough. Yeah. Well, he's never been stuck um, in a garbage bag full of flies. <laughs> that's an awful place to it's get a, stuck with a whole... place to get stuck. What do you think the collective noun for flies is? It's a swarm, isn't it? Swarm it's a swarm of flies. of flies. I suppose it probably would be. Yeah, I think it's a swarm of flies. Because it's a swarm of locusts. And yeah, yeah. It's a hive of bees, isn't it? Hive of bees. Uh, not if they're swarming. Ah, uh, right. Well, it depends what they're doing. Yeah. It depends what they're doing. It could be a drink of flies if they're at the pub. Do you think that... I guess a collective noun I suppose they're humans is just completely... Depends they, on where they are. We divide them by occupation. Yeah, so I know, know it's a whinge of actors. A whinge of actors, a, a, a hospital of doctors, a, a profession of a stable of whores, Scientologists. Yeah, <laughs> fuck, that's a good one. Yeah. Or we probably need to cut that expletive. Oh, that's all right. I dropped one earlier in the dominatrix song. I'll just oh, put right. a warning on. Anyway, anyway so so we're at this ancient king. Yeah, and. He's doing this amazing... He's not taken off his hood yet, either. No, we don't know who he is. All we can see is this thick, red beard. beard bushy beard. Like a William Wallace-style, non-Mel Gibson-y beard. Like a Highlander beard. Mm. And his, his voice is very low. That's right. And very Scottish. Very Scottish. Like he's, almost, he's almost Glasgow when everyone else is Edinburgh. So, you lot, you lot... Are gonna get me the kinky boots back. Gonna get the kinky boots back. You lot are gonna bring me what I need. Gonna bring him what he needs. He needs. You lot better not feel me again like you did with that bad laddie back in 1910. You lot gonna bring me those boots. It's an amazing show. Mm, it's just really just and dexterous. And this is the best part for me, personally, is all of the elephants come on, because he summoned up elephants. He does. And they come on, and he does a running leap yeah. onto the back of an elephant. Doesn't land sitting on it, lands standing on top of it. Does another leap, one of his servants throws a unicycle up, he lands perfectly oh. on the unicycle on the back of the elephant. Yeah. And then... He removes his hood, but just as he, we're about to see his face, Drops blackout, yeah. interval. And that's Act One, Kieran. How are you feeling about Kinky oh, Boots so goodness. far? Oh my goodness, I loved that, that, just the suspense. It's because just... now we know that a league of elephant demons is coming to get, we assume, the boots. The Kinky Boots. The Kinky Boots. The um, only Kinky Boots that we know of in the story so far. Yeah, and at this stage, of course, sitting in the original Broadway audience, we've been exposed to Woody Allen, we've been exposed to Bette Midler, Danny DeVito, Danny DeVito. and Mystery Beardman. Yeah. Who we don't know who it is yet because of the clever blackouts and audience blinders. Oh my goodness. And we've seen a gaggle of elephants. A gaggle of elephants. 
A troubadour of chickens. That's right. So, on track for Act mm. 2. So if you go out to the foyer at the, um, the Regal Theatre, uh, is that way, where is it? At the Regal? What's the name? The Capitol. The Capitol Theatre. Yeah. Uh, and, and you'll have to leave the theatre to set up for Act 2. You, you can get yourself a, a glass of um, a beverage. Yeah, just a glass or of wine or... A, some nuts. Get a commemorative tote bag. If you're allergic to yeah, nuts. don't get nuts if you're not allergic to nuts. I would recommend nuts. getting the book. If yeah, you, the book if is quite good. If there's any left, it's $60. Um, over 12 easy one. payments yeah. 12 easy payments of $60 but it's got lots of pictures um, none of the cast none of the, none cast. Of the cast none of the set no. just pictures of different things different like they things. just sent a couple of people out with a camera it's really interesting it's like yeah it's, it's very gorilla in a way it's very um, kind of Andy Warhol yeah. gorilla it's kind of meta it's a statement about if Andy Warhol and the Vietnam War happened in the same lifetime and had a baby and had a baby that's, that's what this book is yeah. Um, but anyway, so you've had your you've had your drink, you picked up your tote bag in your twelve easy payments of sixty dollars book, and you go back into the theatre and you realise it feels like you're in a completely different venue, yeah. and that's because you are. While you while you've been outside buying your book, this is amazing. They've actually lifted up the foyer around you mm. and moved it to the warehouse next door. So now you're in. A you big... didn't feel a thing. Hydraulics are amazing. Yeah. And now you're in a big, empty warehouse. warehouse. There is no set. In Ultimo. You're in Ultimo. You could get stabbed any minute. Well, you're inside, though. You can smell... We the think f- we're inside, actually. You can actually, smell the food around time. the corner. Yeah. The windows are all blacked out. You don't you know how long you've been in this theatre. hear the ibis scraping away on the roof. Little bin chickens just bin scraping chickens away. looking for scraps. And then... Bagpipes. You know, playing that one song that bagpipes all play. That's the one. Yeah, that's it. That's the one the song one bagpipe players know. Within my vocal that's range. That's right, that one. Happily <laughs> enough. Kieran's yeah. got the vocal range of a bagpipe. I can do it. I can turn my and, um, into a bag. So we hear the bagpipes. Mm. And you can smell elephant feces. And it's distinctly elephant. Yeah, well, it's it lots is. of If you've got a nut allergy, I warn you about Act 2. Because mm. there's a lot of peanuts in this air. Yeah. Floating around. Tremendous amount. Um, and we see... Lashandra, a top sassy gimp, yeah. riding on his shoulders, and he's carrying her from the back of the warehouse towards you in the audience. And that's when we realise the boots, the, the kinky boots, give, um, have given her uh, incredible powers. Keep in mind, she's only wearing one. Yeah, so she's got half the power. And well, later on we find out that the powers are different. That's right. So her power is that... Because she took the left boot. Yeah. And so she has uh, the ability to, to control people that yes. she's sitting on. Yeah, that's right. But she can only control them when she's sitting on them, Absolutely. which is quite a convenient power for a dominatrix. Yeah. Although, might be unnecessary for a dominatrix. Hmm. If you're already sitting on them, you probably are controlling them in a way. And at this stage, she's kind of like... And she's still adhering to safe words, so she's not let the power corrupt yeah, her yet. Yeah, but she's moved. She doesn't live in the same building. No, and this is right. when we get introduced to the landlord character. That's right, the um, landlord. She's living across the road in a, much, in a complex now. Mm. Like a much it's a very bigger, complex Because she's become quite wealthy, and the yeah. power's gone a little bit to her head. Yeah, but not in a mean way, just no. in like a sort of lovable, cocky way. Mm. Um, but anyway, she's riding towards us on this gimp, mm. and from the ceiling, onto them and onto us, at least three metric tons of elephant dung. 
Like I'd forgotten about that. She moment. just showers us in elephant poo, and it's real elephant poo. You can taste the peanuts. Yeah, and it's just it's everywhere. And then we see it. We see from the back of the stage, chasing the dominatrix, and the elephant riding Tartan King. Yeah, and he's still hooded. He's, he's hooded still again. hooded. He's put his hood back on. Yeah. Did not like going out in the sun. No, he's very he's very redheaded. All we can see is elephant, tartan, and beard, yeah. and a broadsword. Yeah, and he's, and bare feet. So he's tracked down. He's tracked down Lashandra. Lashandra, the dominatrix. That's right. And, and this is mid her introductory song, which is this big drag, like kind of Priscilla Queen of the Desert number. Yeah, um, it's kind of almost a throwback to the introduction song, mm. but it's it's got different lyrics, cleverly enough. Yeah, and so in, if you're in the audience, you're like, "Oh, I get what they're doing here. We're getting to know this character back when she was." But if you're in the story, you don't because it's not a musical. No, for you, it's only a musical for your audience. That's right, because um, that's how theatre works. And so, oh, and uh, we find out later that her and that uh, uh, something, a relationship has occurred between her and the scientist. That's right. Whose name is actually um, Robert. Robert. Um, Robert. Robert. We, the weird baby, Robert. It might be a throwback to Robert Burns. I haven't actually Googled that, but I might. Menzies, I don't know. It's probably more likely to be Robert Burns if it's Scottish. Oh. But that's all right. Robert 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 the Bruce. Robert the Bruce, potentially. Robert yeah. the Bank. And things have gone poorly. Things have gone pear shaped. Pear shaped. And things so, are shaped like a pear there. And so there's this 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 thing where she's getting chased and uh, she gets a phone call from Rob the scientist, Robbie. Robbie. Robbie the scientist and she's and Because he can't get the right boot off his foot. No. It's stuck. It is melding to his skin. Its power is that it, it can create vacuum seals. That's and right. And it vacuum on seals his, on itself. On itself, on his, on his leg meat. And so um, he's called up Lashandra for help. And there is immediately tension. There's instantly tension. And it's really interesting to see a musical play all this romantic tension off stage. Yeah. Like, it's almost deli- deliberately denying the audience the it's romantic like a little, connection. Little tease, isn't yeah. it? It's like, teaser. yes, they're in love, but that's not the point of the story. No, the story's about redemption. The about redemption. It? It's about boots. It's about murder. It's about religion. Love. Hate. Patriarchy. Science. Uh, atheism. Humanity's need to play God. Mm, and whether there is a God that for us to play. And at the end of the day... At the end of the day... It's about friendship. Yeah, and you're left with a bunch of questions, which are nice. Yeah. But anyway, so Robbie's Robbie's on the phone to Lashandra. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the um, elephant whacks Lashandra with his trunk. Yes, Max. Sends her flying into the wall of the warehouse. And from the phone, all we can hear is Robbie being like, Lashandra, Lashandra, where are you? Where are is you? Is everything all right? And she's unconscious against the wall. And Tartan King is about to dismount the elephant. And that's when the landlord comes the in. The landlord. The landlord comes in and his name is Michael. Michael. And he and says, like, hey, you. You get out of here. No pets are like, No pets are like, Your lease says don't no they, pets. Don't they come back here with that elephant again. And the Tartan King turns to him. And he leaves. Broadsword drawn. And he says... And oh, he sort of didn't realise. Didn't realise. I'll see you later. No animals. I'll catch you outside. How about that? Yeah. And so they go out and they share a smoke. But they before smoke, they go out, before they go out, and um, Lashandra is still unconscious. She's against still the unconscious. Wheel. And the landlord. The landlord says, "Hey, you, Lashandra, 
And you're missing a boot. You're missing a boot. Which really isn't everyone missing a boot. And that leads us to Lachandra's amazing, heartbreaking ballad, Half a Pair of Shoes. Half a Pair of Shoes. So which this is, is really about love. Yeah. Uh, the love the that love. she had and maybe squandered with Robert. It's, it's for that feeling you get when you know you should be whole, but really you're just half a pair of shoes. Yeah. And half it's... A pair of boots, I guess. Look at me covered in elephant poo. I'm one shoe looking for the other shoe. Not a different shoe, but one that matches me. Well, it has to be different for the other feet, but it's mine shoe. Matching my shoe, I need my friend with my other shoe. Robbie, I should have been nicer to you, cause now I'm half, half a pair of shoes. It's beautiful. It is beautiful. I love, especially love the part in the, in the third verse. Danny DeVito where, did an amazing job with it. Yeah, the part in the third verse where she says that... Oh, okay, there are, there are two verses. never make a left. Because it's about oh, shoes. Two yeah, rights never make a left. Two rights don't make a wrong. It was beautiful. And uh, oh, yeah, Danny DeVito did an amazing anyway. job with it. There's about 12 verses to this song and yeah. Danny DeVito just carried it like a chair. Yeah, I couldn't even tell. Yeah. It was just beautiful. They just felt like one good verse, didn't they? Yeah, they There's lots of highs and lows. Mostly highs. Mostly highs. Anyway, so the Scottish is that racist verse. But yeah, a little smoke. He's having a smoke. And while Lashandra's just pulling herself together. Well, we cut back to Robbie. We cut back story. to Robbie. And so he's... His foot is vacuum sealed into this boot. But he's also made himself... Uh, he's, a, he's a scientific enterprise that he's built around himself where he makes money by patenting new technology. That's right. And the next song's really fast and industrious. It's a, it's a patter song. That's right. There's, um... And yeah, that's right, because it was called oh, it was called Welcome to Robbie Industries. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. And do you want to give him a, give him a taste? Part of it, the, well, part of the introduction is by a secretary who's American. She's like, welcome, 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 welcome to Robbie Industries. Everything that you need is here. Welcome to Robbie Industries. How can I take your order today? Yes, we've got some of that. And we can make a new one too. If there's anything that you need, it's something that Robbie can do. We make escalators, alligators, elevators, and incubators, masturbators. Masticators and, and blenders, spenders, rainbow suspenders, and... And before we get on, here's Robbie himself. He's got to address you now. Um, oh, and then... Hello. Hello. Welcome to Robbie Industries. I've got a patent for you. I've been working at my science. How can you tell what I'm going to bring out next tomorrow? Yeah, and then he goes into this long riff of everything he's about to build, and it's this beautiful so amount of wordplay. You must remember lyrics, like you yeah. just hear them wrong, I guess. Yeah, anyway, and there's yeah. a heap of them, but they're just gorgeous. They are. Um, and so we see him. So he seems to be really happy apart from this suction boot, even though he's had his heart broken. And, and then the secretary kind of guides everyone out, mm. and we have this moment with Robbie. And, he's and what does he refer to himself as? He refers to himself as half a pair of shoes, doesn't he, Kieran? Mm. Just tying it together. And so his remorseful verse of half a pair of shoes comes in. Well, he's, an, he's he hits another 12 verses. Yeah, but it's um, like his. Yeah, part. it's his uniquely uniquely character-centric verses. Mm. Um, and they're just beautiful. I'm like a pizza without a box. I'm just a man in a single shoe. And two socks. Man in two socks With one shoe two. One is prone to the elements The other is safe 
and in a shoe. It's coming up to winter, and I know that there's something missing in my life. It's coming up to winter, coming up to winter, and I feel that my toes are in strife. How can I fix this little problem that I've got? I know that she could make me whole again, make me whole again, fix my soul again, fix my soul. Only got one soul, but I need two. I'm just a guy who's only got one shoe. And then, it, and then he picks up his little bag. And, and he storms off. He storms out and he's clearly going to go get Lachandra. And then we're back with the Scottish king. He's back. Cigarette finished. The room, the demon's going to get the shoes back. He's got Lachandra. Kinky boots to make my demons back on track. He's got Lachandra. Going to summon them from the Stuck to a table while he's singing. Which is kind of, it's her table. But he's got his broadsword, and you just know he's going to chop her leg off to get that boot back. He's just going to cleave it off. And she's right at the knee. Don't do it. She's like, don't do it. I need that for kicking people. Yeah. And then, bang, in comes the Robbie. Robbie. And Robbie. he's got a science gun. It's he's got, got a electric. science gun. It is electric. Electric science gun. He's like, no, you may take our leaves, but, but you'll, you'll never, never take our kinky boots. And then and he shoots him with electricity. And the Titan King explodes. Explodes. In the, it's like someone shoots a water balloon <laughs> filled with jam. It's yeah. just... Everywhere. Everywhere. But not to ruin the surprise because it's just his abdomen, his head, That's right. his head. and his hood is still on. That's and right. in his like dying moment, he takes his hood off. And who do we see? His mother. The mother who dropped the baby in the bog. She dropped the baby in the bog and it was her that cut herself in half. It's it's a story it's a story about self-destruction and, mm. and postnatal blues. In the same way that she destroyed herself in the prologue. Mm. He's destroyed himself in his quest for revenge. It's a mm. beautiful moment. Um, it's very poignant. He's basically I, Oedipus. I think I think I cried quite a lot. Yeah, well, I, I didn't cry I, often in theatre. I didn't cry I'm, at all. But I'm very I hard to make would have cried. Yeah, I can tell. Yeah, if you hadn't had your tear duct, tear duct sealed, you would have been fine. Oh no, they're not sealed. I just didn't think it was worth crying oh, okay. at that point. It's a good musical. Yeah, don't get me just wrong. Made of it's stone. Just like my, You're just not a musical person. Like. I just I just cry for different reasons okay. than you. That's yeah, all. Fair There's enough. nothing That's wrong right. with me. Like Yeah, okay, sure. Okay. Alright. Look, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, good. Um but yeah, and then the curtain comes down, there's no bows. No. There's no End to the love story, other than the fact that he says that's not true because there's the, 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 the finishing of the duet. Oh, they that's sing the yes. final section of the duet yes. together. Sorry, that's my bad. That's the I curtain call because you, you left during the curtain call. I did, call I was a mess. You were sick. I was yeah. crying, you I was crying so, so much. I vomited. I vomited. You threw up on a baby and you got escorted out. To <laughs> it the wasn't bathroom. even my baby. And I watched, no, it was the baby, it was three rows in front of us where the bog had been. With the bog, yeah, there's a little bog baby, and so I saw it. And you would have listened to it from oh. the bathroom in the store. That's right, because they each sang their 12 verses again, didn't they? Well, but they interwove them because yeah. it was a duet this time. Yeah, so you've yeah. got 24 verses of a song. And the closing line of the whole show was the landlord coming back in yeah, and saying, the king, you did the kicky boots slide. <laughs> yeah, that's the right. The kicky boots slide. 
and ah, uh, you and your kinky boots. You get out of here, yeah. you yeah. And, and your kinky, kinky boots. boots. And oh. then, and then oh. curtain drops finally. Curtain drops, and that's it. And then <laughs> you go home. You make love to your terrible wife. It's, yeah, it's a beautiful show. Oh. We strongly recommend you go. Um, Kieran, do you have any do you have any thoughts about kinky boots as I have a show? Some afterthoughts. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I mean. Um. I. I know that considering the time in which it was written that it wouldn't be considered mm. it was written in the mid 90s yeah it wouldn't have been considered offensive by today's standards yeah um, but I did feel like we're a very sensitive time at the moment we're the offended way, by a lot yeah, of things the way that they addressed child abandonment abandonment in abandonment bogs, in bogs it's, it made me a very old testament again I know yeah. we brought that up at the start but I, yeah, I just don't think that leaving children in bogs is something that we should be yeah. showing people in a twenty. But I think if, we, if you look at it with, this, with the right sociological imagination, hmm? if you look at it with the right sociological imagination, then you go, all right, that's not what I would do now. Yeah. But for the time, she thought she was doing the right thing, dropping her baby off before she cut herself in half. Yeah. Well, she was. Yeah. I mean, what did you want to I do? I never with the really baby? understood how she was both people at the same time. Well, that's just the magic of theatre, Kieran. Yeah. I think maybe the prologue was a metaphor. And why? Yeah. And then. Yeah, I guess and so. The, it's weird that we never saw narrator Lachandra again. It's like she showed up to introduce us. I think it was just an excuse to get Bette Midler in the show. It was an interesting. The whole show was written as if it was being just. Made up on the spot. Made up really? on the spot, it was, wasn't it? But I kind of liked that sort of yeah. impulsive theatre. I'm so glad that we saw it, and I really hope that a lot of musical theatre students like listen to this and yeah. then go, "I should perform one of those songs yeah, in my class," and bring then go your, look up end of year, your end of year Kinky showcase. Boots. Yeah, definitely look up Kinky Boots. Yeah. Billy Joel's because you know what? Because you know what? Because you know what? I oh love that show. I oh love that show. I love that show. Oh my god, I love that show. Thank you for listening, Thank everybody. Thank you so much. This was the Oh My God, I Love, love that, that Show. This is our first episode. I'm Kieran. I'm Lachlan. And we're, we're the, the Flaming Cochlans. Let's handshake on that. Handshook on that. We're shaking on that. Shaking it. Closed caption Thank handshake. Thank you, everybody. Ciao.